drinking my gamer fuel. What's your gamer fuel? It's vodka and white monster energy, zero sugar, zero calories. (laughs) Zero fun. Who wants to hear my take on Libya, open air slave markets? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who wants to hear the truth about syria uh, i've had too much gamer fuel it's time to find out what i think about women in the workplace <laughs> <laughs> it's a more nuanced take than it should be <laughs> oh the, the sweet taste of white which is i assume the flavor of the monster energy at no point does it try to ascribe white to any particular fruit <laughs> sensation <laughs> flavor of white and vodka oh yeah Really makes me ready to give my take on Israel Palestine. Spoiler, the answer is somewhere in between. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Dumb and Awful. This is Brett at Relentless Board. This is Rob at Dumb and Awful is my Twitter handle. This is Mason at Zizek Thotty is my Twitter handle. <laughs> this is Liv at Liv Posting is my Twitter handle. <laughs> thanks, thanks, guys. Yeah, that's how you want <laughs> us to do it, right? <laughs> Got your ass. Sounded that's, great and natural. We spent a lot of time getting that right. I'm glad we succeeded. <laughs> that's our eighth take, actually. And that's the end of the planned bits, so... Uh, <laughs> that's all we had prepared for the whole episode all right can we yeah. get can we Goodbye, please? everyone i hope you enjoyed dumb and awful <laughs> <laughs> can we can we get through these hot topics on the week and then give takes take maybe humorous uh outcome what all right so uh <laughs> was it wait the, the riff there was what <laughs> loving the energy for this show so far he's like my my work here is done (laughs) (laughs) i know you you can't see me but i put my arms wide like jesus on the cross and i put my hat backwards i just said what (laughs) i spoke with one voice for so many people in that moment i heard some whack shit and i just needed to say it Yeah, rest easy, King. Put your feet up. You've, you've done your work. Your tour is over. The main thing that happened that we haven't talked about yet that I'm still very entertained by is uh, the centrists are so desperate they've managed to convince both Bloomberg and Deval Patrick to run now. Two yes. just great politicians. We love What's both better of them. than one billionaire? Only thing you say about that is what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, Really? These two guys both running? <laughs> Nuff what? <said. laughs> what? What's the deal with billionaires running? <laughs> they say it might split the centrist vote and it actually go to Bernie's favor. Yeah, what? <laughs> I mean, that is true. Basically, anyone else getting in right now is going to help Bernie. Oh, for sure. That's Brett talking at the bar last night. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, I say there is something entertainingly uh pathetic and desperate that their solution to the 
to Bernie attacking billionaires and Warren, Warren occasionally picking up the same lingo is to just run more billionaires. Just have the least charismatic billionaire they can find. <laughs> All right, guys, we're desperate. Who do we got? Well, we've got this uh, ancient Jewish man who ran a city into the ground who used to be Republican. Oh, that'll do it. That'll show him. That's what we're missing to fight Bernie. <laughs> we've also got yet another Massachusetts politician that's less popular than the one we want to get rid of. Oh, no, great. Yeah, throw him in the mix. Yeah, he's great. Awesome. <laughs> I think it would be so funny if if Elizabeth Warren loses Massachusetts because of Deval Patrick taking like three points off her. That would be fucking amazing. He won't last yeah. that long, though. We all know he'll crash and burn immediately. He That's... crashed and burned, burned right out of the gate because immediately people were like, oh, maybe we should reassess what Deval Patrick did as governor. And uh, <laughs> what he did was aid and abet sex crimes, which... Deval Patrick's brother-in-law uh, was accused and found guilty of spousal rape in California. No one knew about this when he was first running for governor, and then it came out during the election cycle. So Massachusetts has a uh, program that basically like puts you on a sex offender registry list if you have a sex offense. Kind of makes sense. And so they were, like, they were like, oh, well, fuck, we should review this case. They reviewed it. A low-level dude said, oh, no, this doesn't apply. Like The laws are weird or different. The people at the top... Uh, of that organization said let's let's take a closer look at this because something's sketchy here so deval patrick let everybody at the top of the organization go explicitly saying it was about his brother-in-law which why wouldn't you just lie and say it's about something else entirely <laughs> he was like no i didn't like the way they handled that thing with my brother-in-law just then, terrible at corruption then this last june his brother-in-law got convicted of the same fucking thing again spousal rape so deval patrick crushing it I don't know if you guys remember, he was originally slated to run. And then uh, like a week or two before his announcement, all the media went, ooh, something fun's about to drop about Deval Patrick. And he just fucking vanished. I assume it was this. And then he just went like, you know what? In the year of our Lord 2019, you can basically do blackface and be a governor, prime minister, <laughs> or whatever. So let's try out spousal rape. Like, let's see if there's an appetite for that among the people. I'm glad that it's starting to become a thing that, like, there are actually stakes for running for president. Because I feel like after Trump, it was like, everyone treated it like, fuck it, who cares? Like, you, you, even if you lose, it isn't disgraceful, and then maybe you get, like, a book deal or something. I'm glad that there's starting to be a precedent, at least, for these, like, awful ghouls who want, like, 10 minutes of attention that, like, actually, no. Like, if you have a bad past, if you've done shitty things, it might actually hurt you. That would be nice, yes. The, that's, yeah, that's, that's the a nice dream. thought. Although I think at this point, the uh, the billionaires on the, we'll call it centrist side, are throwing money at anybody they can find. And that's why I assume got Deval to run. Is somebody just going, here's a shitload of money, and you know nobody ever tracks campaign cash, so... I just don't get the point. Like, what does he do aside from split the vote from, like, Biden, Warren, on all these people that they're kind of already backing behind? Like, what does he do for them? It's full desperation. Well, they're just, like, incompetent and out of touch as well. <laughs> like, they, they have no clue how to actually, like... Again, like, the the centrist Democrat platform perspective by itself of just, like, seeing what happened in 2016 and being like, all right, the way that we beat Trump is by resisting Bernie even harder than we did last time. <laughs> like, they clearly have no clue what they're talking about. They're clearly incompetent, yes. I mean, no, nothing about the last 20 years of Democrats running shows them to be remotely competent but what is funny about this is they very quick 
they very clearly recognize that what happened with Trump in the primary, the Dems didn't want to happen in their primary, right? So last spring, there's a bunch of articles where they were like, we got to find somebody and get behind them fast so that this doesn't happen to us where we have too many people in the fucking clown car. They split the vote. And then a dude who has a solid basis for it that will not go away, in our case, Bernie, doesn't just end up taking over, right? Like, we need to throw all this interest behind one person. And they all said that, but the billionaires <laughs> can't resist going, but it's got to be my <laughs> one person. And now they're just contributing to the same clown car again. And it's fucking beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like, the capitalists can't help themselves. It's also that they're all just, like, career politicians. Oh, for like, sure. Like, none of them... The difference between them and like Bernie is that Bernie is genuinely running for like a political ideal. Yes. I think for the most part, centrist Dems do it because they want a career. Yeah. They want to have power, etc. So, so when that happens, it's like, it's much harder for them to be like, I'm going to set aside my personal ambitions and like <laughs> go, go towards and support the most likely candidate. They're, they don't give a shit. Yeah. They're, they're creatures entirely uh, based around personal ambitions yeah uh the other bloomberg thing by the way i don't know if you guys saw that came out today is he finally apologized for stop and frisk and oh yeah that's the sort of leader i want the one who does a horrifically oppressive policy and realizes it's wrong not while he's doing it not in the first few years he's out of office but when he's ready to take the next office and it's now politically unpopular then suddenly he's courageous that's why i'm voting for bloomberg 2020 <laughs> <laughs> we found the one so uh, one other shitty centrist who might still run. So Hill Dog is going full turf now. Hill Dog is going full turf now. Yet another sentence from the compendium of Brett. <laughs> he talks this way, though no one asks it of him. Certainly society does not require it. Yet he continues in this manner. Hill Dog has gone full turf. Discuss. She's not even cognizantly being like, I'm trying to move to the right. She's just saying her opinions that she thinks are harmless which is even worse because it's like it shows that true at the true core of clinton is like tariff yeah it's not even political maneuvering this is just what she thinks no. yeah exactly can someone define the term turf uh trans exclusionary radical feminist you probably haven't heard it too much because if you use it on twitter you can get banned because it's, apparently it's a slur <laughs> memo how do you know i have heard it just plenty you can't advance past the level 60 job quest in Final Fantasy without correctly identifying TERFs. <laughs> it's a big raid instance. You have to do it together. <laughs> a very weird MMO. And that's why it's number one in the world. <laughs> no, but you guys are right. It, it's the, the saddest part of it is it's clearly just what she believes. And per usual, she has no ability to, to recognize the moment or read the room. She's like, you know what everybody needs to hear right now? It's my opinion on trans rights. Like, wh what the fuck? Just well, go away. she is away. reading the room. She's reading the room that she's in, which is filled with, like, you know, Gloria Steinem-era people who are now on the board of Uber or, you know, contributing to the WeWork diversity initiative. and Just all sitting around Jeffrey Epstein's slowly rotting body. You know, that sort of fun stuff. Hillary raises her head to once again say something fucking stupid. I kind of hope she runs. I'm still on that get in, one. Just stop talking about fucking gender and just get in the race, Hillary. We need you back. We need you to tear the whole mask off the entire system. Let's just fucking... I want every election for the rest of my life to be Hillary versus Trump. Let's, let's just <laughs> yes. bring the contradictions of capital directly out and have them just fucking wild out. Let's do it. 
I'm ready. Groundhog's, Groundhog's year. It's 2016. I want to I see the debates okay. again. Run them back yes. again. I want to. I want to see callbacks. I want the favorite characters. I want to get all of the Clinton accusers back in that first row. It's like, <laughs> folks, guess who's back again? That's right. He's still doing rapes. <laughs> just, see, <laughs> just let everything go in cycles. I like to think who's that in a, in a thousand years, this will be a religion. Every one person will come out in orange hair to just berate and stalk a woman dressed like d- dust and ash around a stone circle until inexplicably that person becomes high chieftain. That's going to be the future. I'm ready for it. Yeah, who is that dude that um, was in, asking questions in the debate and he became a meme? Uh, Ken Bone. Ken Bone. Yes. Ken Bone. We got to bring him out again. That Make will be a in Milkshake again. Duck, Chapter Five, Verse Sixteen. It's a minor <laughs> character like John the Baptist. Although he is crucial, he's not essential to the greater narrative. <laughs> Just keep doing the same election. I want Robbie Mook to rise from the ashes like the phoenix. I want to see him in the stars. I want to see a bunch of stars that make no fucking sense and be like, that's a constellation. It means we can pull up the ground game in the Midwest. Fuck it. <laughs> I want to see Peter Dow change his stripes for the 10th time. I wonder his relationship with Clinton now, because he was like one of like... Clinton's most lo- like loyal servants in 2016. Here, have you seen The Kingsman? No, you know that I movie. It, it's like The Kingsman, right? They're like, and, and then you'll need your your tux and a hat for a true gentleman. And now you, doom, are the new Epstein. That's his role. You'll need a card befitting an Epstein. <laughs> And you're a secretary. Hi, I'm 15. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's where he is right now in the Clinton organization. I, I actually have an Epstein conspiracy theory, but it's actually just that Epstein was trans the whole time. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> he was excommunicated. The, the guards kept threatening to read his little egg. <laughs> 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 speaking of didn't didn't like prince andrew give some horrific interview about yes. that that was so funny yes he said he was he wasn't raping a child he was eating pizza on that day he was going to pizza express those are two different things so cheese pizza <laughs> i mean they're just they're just fucking with us at this point oh my god wait i missed the pizza thing he actually claimed he was eating pizza instead of yeah, he was like, I have an alibi. I was at Pizza Express. I oh was eating God. pizza underneath a particularly notable gate, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's fun to see the royals come back out every once in a while to remind people why all monarchies should be destroyed. Like, what a creepy little fucker. Because uh, he rolled out with that. That was an excuse. Like, one... Why take the interview in the first place, especially no, when so your alibi stupid. is Pizza Hut? Look, here's the thing. There's really no good alibi that you can say if it's in reference to. If it's you do, true. If you do, yeah, but if, like, if you do some like Epstein stuff, anything you say is going to be contextualized as creepy. Like nothing you say, someone's going to be like, damn, that guy's too cool for pedophilia. <laughs> like, they're always going to be like, and you know where he said he was playing final fantasy 14 <laughs> that's just gonna sound creepy when juxtaposed next to that so maybe he was just enjoying a nice slice of pizza and he doesn't have any idea what this is all about 
<laughs> Maybe it's a discourse okay, that is wrong. But did you guys see? Did you did you guys see his excuse that it couldn't be true because he couldn't sweat? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. So basically, in the testimony of the witness who very credibly accused him of raping her when she was a child, she yep. she she said he was sweating profusely, and he was like, "That's not possible." As he's like fake laughing in this interview because I couldn't sweat. But I can sweat now. It's the strangest little clip. It's the worst fucking excuse I've ever seen. He's just telling us he rapes kids, right? Yeah, no, 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 very clearly. That's a weird sort of defense to be like, haha, I've caught you in a logical fallacy when you (laughs) accused me of child rape. I feel like I'd have other, like my mind would not go to ad hominem and straw men, logical fallacies accused of raping a child but uh, that's why i'm not royal i guess also like apparently the monarchy is in a voted office he can do whatever the fuck he wants yeah like why would you like why even trot that out which apparently is uh, as i discovered reading this article the bbc has a, a royal analyst correspondent so that was cool uh they were like yeah this this is opposed to the queen's policy of don't complain don't answer questions cool <laughs> So it was uh, a very normal policy to have. Yeah, like what? Uh, they're just at this point. There's also Epstein's policy. You <laughs> 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 I'm out here all on my own. No new Epstein. You got to meet Cowboy Western Epstein. Hey y'all, I heard 15's age of consent here. <laughs> <laughs> bow, 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 bow. <laughs> 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 you guys are really missing it without the hand motions he's going with. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. that translates really well to the podcast form. Well, I'm yeah, en- I'm enjoying myself. A <laughs> little bit, a little bit for you, a little bit for me. Which <laughs> I'm still doing the Epstein bit, actually. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was saying, to uh, complete the circle here, let's talk about the, the last shitty... Cent- well, not the last. Another shitty centrist, Buttigieg. The endless stream of shitty centrists. Oh, my God, I know. They won't fuck off. Um, it's high noon on your 18th <laughs> birthday somewhere. So Buttigieg rolled out his like racial justice plan. What did he call this? His Douglas plan, excuse me. And uh, every step of this has been a disaster, a hilarious disaster. Oh, my God. I just processed. He named it after Frederick Douglas. Yeah. I'm sorry. Just keep moving. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, that's already interesting choices being made here. Um, No, so they rolled it out and they went, oh, we have uh, 400 African-American leaders in South Carolina who've endorsed this. And then literally any reporter took a glance at those names and asked some of them, and it turns out that uh, most of them aren't African-American. Uh, also, most of them didn't endorse it. <laughs> and so when they went back and said that, uh, hey, by the way, almost all these names are like like close to half, maybe more than half are white. They were like, yeah, no, this was always meant to be like a racially inclusive plan. They're like, that is not what you said, but okay. They're like, also, most of these people didn't even endorse. They went, oh, well, there was an opt-out feature. <laughs> <laughs> we sent the email telling them we had automatically opted them into the endorsement and they needed to respond to opt out. This is what they actually said. <laughs> I hate when I get an email and I forget to click the not racism button. 
That shit sucks. <laughs> Welcome That's to Kotaku. <laughs> Welcome to Death Stranding multiplayer. Click this button to accept terms and conditions and also support the reinstatement of Rhodesia as a sovereign nation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hideo. I'll, I'll, day one, I'm in. <laughs> I mean, this might go some weird places, but I'm ready for the journey. <laughs> Uh, so he did all that. And then I'm he- white farm man. I need you to take a parcel to Johannesburg. <laughs> <laughs> all it's right, like- forty minute cutscene. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> uh, so he he rolled out all that disastrously, and then someone noticed that all the images were stock photos from Kenya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. That was a real kicker to that one. He just kind of <laughs> pulled some random black people for his uh, <laughs> That's literally what plan they did. from Kenya. Like, so to be clear, Buttigieg has no attraction with African-Americans because, you know, I mean, he's a creepy little dweeb who's abused all the African-Americans he's ever had power over. So makes sense. Uh, so his response is to roll out a plan with fake African-American <laughs> endorsements and fake pictures of black people. Uh, who per- are pretending to support this, and that's how he's going to solve this issue. I just like thinking about some short haircut dude in like Dupont Circle, just up alone in his apartment, just ripping vapes and googling Kenya for Pete Buttigieg's new <laughs> African American rollout. We got this, Dan. We got this. It's really going to change hearts and minds. Where are black people from? Okay, okay I Rob, got. Don't this. talk shit about my side job. I need it. <laughs> Look, someone's got to put together that paper. <laughs> Kenya, yeah, I see. I see what you did there. Yep, and but hey, don't worry, he's leading in uh, Iowa now. So, is he really success? He is. He's uh, he is very clearly doing the strategy of this is the one state where I have any traction at all because I'm mayor nearby, so they've heard of me, and he's pouring all of the vast quantities of money he's getting from billionaires into Iowa. There's a reason why that's the only state that you hear him doing remotely well in. I can't wait to see, like in Looper, Mike Bloomberg from the past and Mike Bloomberg from the future go to war with each other. Because why is he (laughs) pouring everything into Iowa when when Bloomberg is just going to come in and take his lane instantly and take all of his money? I don't know, but I'm excited to watch it. Are they just going to out-polite each other? Are they actually going to, like, attack each other for the first time ever? Like, I want to see them talk to each other because Pete does not really have Pete just goes like well I think we can be as reasonable as I certainly and Bloomberg is the ultimate well actually I am the most reasonable person because I didn't even take any money to get here I earned it the old-fashioned way I just want to see them talk to each other even with a Pete victory in Iowa I don't understand where, where he goes can anyone explain to me how Bloomberg made his money? Because I do not fucking He know. made a little box. He made a little box, and inside the box are the numbers. That's all you need to know. There's numbers inside the box. That was either quicker numbers. They're the best numbers. So you got to get those numbers. It's not a choice. Get those numbers. Yeah, he literally just invented the best machine for stock market indices. Okay, because I've heard the words Bloomberg Terminal before, but I have no idea yep. what that is. That's that's how he made all you, his you money. You open up. You take a look at the box. Look at that. You got better numbers than everyone else. What kind of numbers are you on? Not Bloomberg ones? Fuck off, get the Bloomberg numbers. That's $10, $10 billion a day. I'm yep. so glad he was rewarded for creating value for our society with his uh, box with yeah. the numbers. And they got to run New York City, and it's thriving. 
as his reward for making the number box. Yep. My favorite part about the stock market is all the value that it creates in our society, and all the homelessness <laughs> it alleviates. So I'm awesome. really glad that he he made that more efficient. The funny thing about him is he's so little, right? And I guess because the way like surface tension works, his fingers have those pads that have like the cling things that you see on some geckos. So when he was mayor, it was cool. You could just be working, and outside your window, you just see him like coming by. Just just peek in, he check on your soda, and see what you're doing. Make sure you're getting your steps in, that sort of stuff. That part was pretty cool. I like to think if he did that nationally, people would have a chance to get to know him. That's probably what he's going to do on the debates. Do the noise again. Don't tell. Well, when he comes by, I'll do it. That's how I communicate with him. But he won't make that. I won't make that noise, and he won't get my vote until I hear from him again. <laughs> the noise was genuinely shocking. It was delightful. All right. Other uh, interesting little note that came out this last week. Um, so Illinois is going recreational in January, recreational weed, which is awesome. Great. Uh, it's one of the only only second state that passed it via legislature, which is super rare. Uh, unfortunately, the city of Chicago is using it as an opportunity to abuse people on housing assistance because it's still federally illegal. So they can play this fun game where they go, well, technically, if the feds wanted to, they could cut off our aid for helping you. So if we catch any of you guys in Chicago smoking weed once it's recreational, we can't give you housing anymore. Sorry. Which creates a two-tiered system where basically the poor are abused just because we can. I mean, I wouldn't say creates a two-tiered system. True. Continues the two-tiered system. I was going to say, I don't know about you guys, but I'm loving this. I think this is great. (laughs) This is great. It's a well-designed system. You know, you want government to be efficient. See, what it does is it legalizes things in one jurisdiction, and then, uh, it allows us to take their housing in the other jurisdiction. It's really great. It's a great system. It it maintains a racial hierarchy uh, uh, the nation was founded on. It's fucking great. Anyway, I'll I'll, I'll sit back. What? And uh, let's just. Let's get the debate going here. Is anyone else pro this like I am? <laughs> yeah, no, this is awesome. Yeah, when when the when the French Revolution rationalized the laws to to fit with like in enlight- the Enlightenment intellectual tradition, this is what they were thinking of. Here's the thing: it is the law, ergo, it's just and moral. So you got to obey exactly. the laws. Don't obey the laws, you know, you can't be surprised what happens to you. Uh, I don't ever critically examine these statements. I just live one second at a time, fucking consuming and just dying slowly. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a progressive. <laughs> I'm just saying, all you have to do is not smoke the reefer, and then you get your Obama phone. Anyway, I'll hang up. Thanks, first time in a long time. Yeah, thanks for calling in, Rob. These. T- Sometimes these topics, I'm just like, what do you want me to say? This is horrible. This is real bad. Oh, man. If I sat there like just sci-fi, NaNoWriMo, like what's a, a pernicious system that makes it impossible to escape? I would never come up with this shit because I don't have the, the imagination that like Yaley's who are in Skull and Bones have. This is like truly something. I'm, can, can we go on? Is there any story that's happier than this story in the stack? Or is it all just like, yep? No, this is the happiest one we have. We're just like Mark Twain, just fucking marking how deep oblivion goes in just five-minute increments. 
I mean, Roger Stone was found guilty. That's a pretty good story. No, because that guy's my hero and also allegedly my dad, and that shit's up in the air. <laughs> also very hot. Very hot, cool yeah. tattoos, cooler tattoos than Brett on balance. I don't mean to start a fight, but come on. Come on. You. What are your tattoos and what are his tattoos? Go. All right, we don't need to do this. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Brett, see all that confidence. Tattoos? Go. Yeah, everyone Go. wants to hear it. What are Brett's tattoos? <laughs> and go ahead and uh, clip right now, editor. <laughs> Uh, yeah, anyway, Roger Stone was finally found guilty. Deliver on it. This is Chekhov, the Russian author <laughs> that you respect so much, although not so much you got a tattoo of him on your back. Roger Stone probably would have. What are the tattoos, Brett? What are what are his tattoos? What are he your tattoos? <laughs> don't go try to deflect. <laughs> no, well, go ahead. We got all the time in the world to talk about Roger Stone's tattoos. So his back tattoo he has, what is it again? It's, it's Nixon. Nixon. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, he does have better. He, yeah, he me. literally testified in the Watergate <laughs> impeachment and uh, has a Nixon tattoo. It's very cool. Yeah, he's a cool dude. And Brett, uh, it's a big dick move. Brett, you're, and he's also a swinger. He also wears like gold, all gold, uh, tips and tails, top hat. Yeah, type he dresses shit. like the penguin. Dresses like the penguin. He's a swinger. He's got a house in Palm Beach. The South Florida. He's got King. a he's got a tattoo of Nixon, and your tattoo, dragon. Dragon. <laughs> That's the back tattoo, yeah. <laughs> what type of dragon, Brett? Yeah, we're talking like East Asian dragon, like European. Mm. That's a good question. I'm not sure how I'm gonna describe this one. Rob, how would you describe the dragon? But it's on your back. Why are you having me describe it? You can't see it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is like a Chinese style dragon. <laughs> there we go. Sorry, I'm trying to think. It's like a he doesn't know how styles. to characterize the tattoo on his own back. This is so suspect. Do you understand? No, that's because usually nobody asks questions beyond the dragon tattoo pit. It usually shuts that conversation down. That's actually he. he that's the name of his memoir, Beyond the Dragon Tattoo. He's so sick of being. <laughs> I'm not just this dragon tattoo cool guy. Okay. I also have a podcast talking about Maoism. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's Chinese style. You could call my tattoo that. <laughs> it's a dragon with Chinese characteristics. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I genuinely forgot he had a Nixon tattoo, though. Thank you for the delightful reminder. Oh, it's so cool. I'm going to look up a photo of it now. It's just because like, every time I think about him, I forget that because this is hell world. Every single Nixon person is a part of this somehow and just doing the same crimes they were 40 years ago. When Ford refused to prosecute anybody. Thanks, Ford. You piece of shit. That's why everybody hated you then. That's why we should all hate you now. Yeah, so cool. I love how normal his back skin looks. Hard Gerald Ford take from a guy with a dragon tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> this really is a Florida podcast. <laughs> Fuck you, Gerald Ford. No one liked you then. No one likes you now. <laughs> if I flex, it looks like the dragon's breathing fire. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Got his ass. Can we move on? Warren rolled out her health care plan. Who? Warren. Okay. You know her, right? You heard of her before. Elizabeth Warren. That one. The other one. Who's running for president? There's only two. Mike Bloomberg and Elizabeth Warren. Those are the two. <laughs> if Elizabeth Warren opens her mouth wide enough, Mike Bloomberg comes out like the aliens with the little mouth inside. <laughs> Big structural shit. <laughs> and then he comes through just like... 16 ounces or smaller. That's enough drink. <laughs> and then he comes back inside. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, so she rolled out her uh, her her plan to make Medicare for all happen, which is very clearly designed cool. to make sure that it doesn't happen. It's separated up into two plans that are supposed to pass at years apart, right? The first one is a public option that does nothing to health insurance companies. It's basically what Buttigieg is pushing as his like primary plan, right? That's that's the first step. The second yes. step, the one that happens years later. Three years later, after the 2022 midterm. Exactly. Very cool planning. Post-midterms, post usually when your power is waning. and It's it gonna, works every time. It is to then, then maybe we should do the Medicare for all part. Maybe. And it's just like every every aspect of that is cynical. It's so clearly designed to do one thing, public option, and then go, oh, it's just too hard to get the other piece passed. I'd love to do it. But, you know, it's good we got this far, though. Mm-hmm. And then like Baron Trump is going to come in as the next president and just like remove ev- any incremental change Warren receives or Warren gets through. I'm Baron Trump ready. is going to be the best president this country's ever had. Fuck you, Liv. Well, Baron Trump's going to, first off, he's going to, he's not going to be president. He's going to be God emperor. <laughs> it's about time people recognize his divine providence. <laughs> <laughs> president Camacho has shit on Baron Trump. He's going to smash two white monster energy over his head. It's going to become gold and resplendent as it trickles down over him as he ascends divine throne it's fucking rage against the machines gorilla radio plays in that moment there will not be a red america or a blue america there'll be a golden america under baron trump that's the future i'm trying to see i believe that every step towards that future is a step in the right direction what's warren doing again <laughs> taking us in the right direction bound out bound 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 out i love how that song is stuck in your head for everything now only when Baron Trump makes his fucking enunciation. <laughs> I will say, like, it's clear she designed the two-tier thing as, like, oh, we'll be clever and this is how we'll get around, saying we're for Medicare for all. This will signal to all the wonks and technocrats that we're not actually going to do it. Problem is, everybody else caught on to that, too. It is not effectively communicating what she wanted, which was get the peasants to shut the fuck up and also get the technocrats on my side. All she did was piss off everybody but the Pelosi people. I mean, the the funny thing was Bernie's response, which is like, you know, day one, I'm doing Medicare for all. Yeah. <laughs> which is like the the only actual reaction if you want to get it done. Yes. This is something that Baron Trump taught us about, right? And something Obama failed to realize. You gotta, you can't put it in the other team's hands, right? If you got a five streak, you got to get that 10 streak bonus. That's on you. You know, you can't go and say at the midterms at the next election that the election after that will phase it in. No, you need to take control. You need to frag out. You need to get it done in one shot. And that means doing whatever it takes. It means laying down claymores. It means flanking if that's what it takes. It means supporting a teammate and letting them get the knife. I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Counter-strike. What well, matters is... Well, no, those those weren't deployables in Counter-Strike, you buffoon. <laughs> you <laughs> fucking ingrate. The moral of the story is you have to remember your call-outs. That's the thing we can learn here. Here's the thing. Elizabeth Warren would never be able to call down the tactical nuke. And Baron Trump and Bernie Sanders will. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. Rise like lions. Jeremy Corbyn, support labor. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful. You got me fucking tears over here. <laughs> When, uh, when Stalin said that poets were the most important part of the revolution, we can update that um, for the 21st century to say that it's podcasters. 
<laughs> and it was what you just said there. It was beautiful. Every pot is a poem. <laughs> uh, I'm just thinking of now the fucking YouTube channel, every frame of painting, but it's just it's just breaking down podcasts and in their the the various lyrical qualities that they might have. Uh, and on this chopper, you see them switch iambic pentameter as they scream about uh, Epstein brain. Stop. Now here, Natalie Portman is just a child, but in a way, she's also Israel. Let's take a look. <laughs> <laughs> there was this other uh, random Illinois news that I saw the other day that made me laugh because there's so few good things in life. So a few weeks ago, the legislature in Illinois unanimously packed, passed this bill, um, which local reporters dug into. And seemed to only functionally do one thing, which was to give a bunch of tax breaks to a local private jet company, which was weird. Well, they've been having a rough time. They need it. Yeah, of course. Uh, and then they dug further, and the private jet company hadn't paid taxes for a few years. So the bill was to forgive those taxes. And the jet company said, like, oh, we're a local business. So Wait, What that type of company is this? Private jet company. Oh, yeah, I love those local private jet companies. <laughs> Very infamously, notoriously local type of thing. My mom and pop private jet. <laughs> uh, so they, they, the legislature passes it unanimously. The local news reports on it. People understandably flip the fuck out. So the governor's like, oh, well, I'm going to veto this then because like this isn't an easy slam dunk for me, right? And so they went back and interviewed the dude who runs the private jet company. He basically cried on TV about how <laughs> they were going to go under uh, and it just wasn't fair. And then he slipped in a little casual racism where he was like, I mean, our clientele, we're not serving like these aren't thugs coming in on airplanes. Um, you know, there's no there's no gangsters or people or like rappers. <laughs> and he just kept Oh, my going. God. <laughs> in his absence i will be starting my private jet company super predator airlines <laughs> i would fly super predator airlines if everybody had to dress up like the predator who was on the airline <laughs> including the pilot put the put the fucking mask on put the mask on and fly this fucking plane i need to rest easy knowing that my pilot's wearing a predator mask <laughs> What are you wearing? Everybody else is wearing predator outfits. If you're flying, predator outfits optional. But if you're the stewardess or a steward or whatever, you have to be the predator. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> has to be. People loading the shit in, they're the predator too. I paid more, but this is what I paid for. This right here. <laughs> the the captains, alien predator hybrids. Everyone is in costume. I'd, go, I'd probably pay a little extra for that over like Southwest, <laughs> if, given my choice, if given my druthers. <laughs> if you fly often enough though you're just gonna end up killing a fellow passenger for quoting arnold schwarzenegger the whole time that wouldn't happen predator airlines is very safe just because <laughs> we wear these masks doesn't mean we aren't invested in your safety <laughs> if anything these masks inspire us to go extra serious in our safety and, and quality control just like the predator we, we hunt down safety infractions do you understand <laughs> we know we're taking it's a risk we doing. make when we make everyone wear these masks, we understand that any fuck up, that's on us. That's why we go above and beyond for your safety. <laughs> so for you to imply that shit, it's, it's hurtful. <laughs> Super Predator Airline. We care. 
I'm just imagining a cheesy airline safety commercial now with just people in printer outfits. <laughs> Not cheesy. It's a luxury experience. <laughs> you pay extra. You could get a cheaper flight. I'm not gonna lie to you. You could. Yeah. Even if, even if our flight attendants have gone invisible, they're still here for your protection. Here's the thing: they're almost constantly watching you, in particular. <laughs> <laughs> Live. Stop tweeting about centipedes. I will. Who the fuck is outside my Live. house screaming? You fucking. You stop. I saw. I saw another. No, you one. listen to me. You're gonna. You're gonna. You're gonna stop tweeting about centipedes. ASAP. I will stop me? tweeting about them when they stop invading my house. You you <laughs> tweet sparingly about those centipedes. <laughs> I'm raising awareness of how centipedes. I used to get them like in in my old like place where my family lived, and they're just fucking awful. I've hunted. One of them fell them. on my fucking bed when I was like <sighs> waking up. Okay, yeah, that's I w- I was not with you until that, but yeah, no, burn them all. I f- I like I felt cool. it. Like, nope. I was like, oh, what's what's that on my arm? And it was a house <laughs> It's a little party. It's the little guy who brought a little party for you. Yeah, and people Get are like, over it. people are like, oh, like, don't kill them. They kill, like, other animals. Or they kill, like, other bugs in your house. Fuck and other it's like, bugs. Okay, I'll j- yeah, like, I'd rather have all Every the other bug. bugs than a house centipede. They're I the worst like bugs. The- I like the thought of just like that horrible centipede just patrolling and every other bug being on notice. <laughs> that is great. Like if you're another bug in the apartment, holy shit, you need to fucking turn it up a notch because this motherfucker's going. <laughs> Look, as long as long as he doesn't bother me, he can do whatever bizarre shit he needs to do out here. Yeah, but again, it fell it's on like- the bed. That that's explicitly breaking the cardinal rule of bugs in the apartment, which is no one's allowed to fuck with me while I sleep. All right, well, he was yeah, wrong for that. I'm cool with spiders. I don't care. They're just like chilling in the corner. It's whatever. When you see a house centipede, they're like a couple like inches long. It, there's oh, yeah, like there there's something just instinctually revolting about them. So so no, I will not stop posting about house centipedes. <laughs> they're about to show up and eat up every spider in your goddamn apartment. <laughs> hey, who here's got spiders? Yum, yum. <laughs> Now I'm just imagining you playing Pokemon over and over again just to crush the bug catcher kids at the beginning. <laughs> Alright everyone, thanks for listening. This has been Brett at Relentless Board, Rob at Dumb and Awful, Mason as Ekthadi, live at Live Posting. Yes. Pop in our Discord if you want to chat. Uh, we have Patreon where we have additional content. More will be coming this week. Uh, we've got like a whole stack of stuff we've been working on. So, But uh, thanks for joining us for this really important centipede in back chat. Back tat chat. <laughs> what the fuck did we just talk about? <laughs> Literally no memory of the last hour. Just a blank spot. All right. That's how you know it was a good podcast. You just That's how you know it's real. You went into the fugue state, and now you're back out, and you're just sweaty yeah. and tired, and you're, you don't know what happened. Why is there a picture of Roger Stone on my computer? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> I, yeah, I could, officer, I couldn't have been on that podcast. I don't sweat. <laughs> <laughs>